Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Everyone, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by ProTaper. We're here in a nicely heated office on a rainy day in Southern California, the Monday after the San Diego Supercross Round 3 of the Monster Energy uh, Supercross Series. And all four of us were there, but we're all separated now. But <laughs> I guarantee Anton is colder than all of us. Mm-hmm. What's the te- What's the temperature there? Uh, let me tell you. It's not that bad as 33. It's just a nice oh. blaze of ice over mm. everything. There was no negative uh, involved? I thought it was no, negative. No negative this time. That was over the weekend. I casually mm. miss that every weekend. Megan's the one that has to deal with that. Mm. I skate out. Well, let's dive into it. There's a lot to Another talk about. Another freaking mud race. But I think that this one was better than Frisco because it was racier, like you could jump. Better, but definitely more hazardous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, so my God. Slick. It was so slick. Oof. Yeah, I, uh, I, I was um, watching. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say before the night show began, I, I texted in the group chat like an idiot because I was watching Dirtworks work on it. And I was oh, like, it's oh, dude, be good. <laughs> it actually <laughs> might be good, guys. And then I saw them get called off after only prepping one section. I was like, uh oh, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was completely yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah. And for them to to cancel the KJSC kids, I mean, that's a bummer. But uh, I talked to one of the dads, and they were saying that you know they're able to you know pick whatever city they want to go to, which is cool. Mm. Um. Yes, I mean, the, the track got better over the night. I think the best it ever was was at the last lap of the main event um, of the 450s. It was actually rideable. Um, but, dude, I mean, even in practice, you know, once it started raining, you could like it was hard packed from the get-go. Like, even watching press day, I'm like, oh, man, if it rains, it's going to be ice. And then I think, like, uh, they had the camera on Sexton, you know, on his fast lap, and he's trying to scrub jumps, and it's like he's sliding out off the faces of the jumps. I'm like, yeah. Chill out, calm down, bro. Like, so yeah. Dude, I mean, on pre- another... on press day, it looked like the uh, now defunct Carlsbad Raceway, which was yeah up the street, was so hard back and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, Glover said it was the same dirt, like not the Carlsbad Raceway dirt, but same North County location, Jeez. so not far from there. So yeah. yeah, after he told me that, I was like, kind of glad that I never really had to ride there because that didn't look that far. Yeah, I like, talked to a couple. I talked to a couple riders right after press day, and they were stressing because it was so hard packing they were like dude the second water hits this track we're not gonna have any traction tomorrow yeah yeah <laughs> it was weird because last year last year um the dirt was a bit softer yeah but we had a lot of rain dirt. leading up to it last it year was. oh yeah okay. yeah two things a lot of rain leading up to last year and then different dirt because i guess that stuff they didn't want to use it again so it got hauled off and then glover's like childhood friend is the one that sourced this dirt oh wow but uh yeah dude like to what we all said on Friday during press day when they would come into the mechanics area that looked like the Del Mar flat track like yeah. everybody just like laying it down and then once that happened and um, they did a lot of work to like scratch it I don't know if you guys noticed that they didn't rip it it just scratched the top of it to that, loose it that's up. what that thing was yeah that crazy looking tool yeah and it looked like a big comb too yep um, completely different prep and yeah it was like it was so tricky to walk around on and then sticky like it just gets stuck to everything the bikes had to wait even more during those heat races just because of it packing everywhere mm-hmm and I will say, like, with the track conditions, with it 
uh, being so hard packed like that, I felt like the rain made for better racing rather than just like a hard pack track that everyone was going the same speed on. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, you know, I don't know. Like I was on my toes the whole night, like watching the race. I'm like, dude, anything could happen at any point. It was awesome. I thought. Yeah. Hey Ray, did yeah. you stay or did, were you watching from home? No, I stayed. You were I stayed there. the whole night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, yeah. so what's the consensus then? Jet's big crash on, on press day. Was that a over jumping the triple or under jumping the quad? Like I, just... I think he, um, so that first session they went out, him and Webb pretty much jumped the quad. It looked like every, every lap, the last four or five laps they hit. Yeah. And so that I think he was like, oh, maybe I'll slow up a little bit to triple it and just overestimated how f- slow you had to go for just yeah. tripling it. I don't know. Yeah. It, that's in that. And one of those things, I think he was like, oh yeah, I'll do a quad. And then like something might've happened to where he's just like, yeah, I'll back out at the last minute. And, yeah, a little bit of a brain fart situation. Yeah, but it's uh, funny you didn't, I, you didn't, you never saw him like tense up, panic, or ever anything. Is just accepted it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess he just had a sore thumb, but everything else was was fine. I'm assuming. Yeah. I guess both thumbs actually. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah, but yeah, he was at his VIP thing that night. I was, <clears throat> I stayed at the pits for a while after on Friday, and I was like, I wonder if he's gonna like be mellow and he's going to have to take a rain check or whatever, but no, he was there. So he didn't feel too bad, but he did have uh, his wrists both wrapped up, mm. yeah. but that might've been a sweatshirt too. So keep that in mind. <laughs> One of those sweatshirts with the thumb hole. With the thumbs, a very like those are high end. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I met, uh, yeah. I met a couple that was pulling in when I was waiting for chase in the van. I was editing some stuff. Uh, a guy came up and was like saying hi through my door and he's like yeah we just got here for the vip so they paid this couple paid 750 bucks each to just do the vip thing press day only so i guess it's like a meet and greet and dinner and they get that box with the watch and the two jerseys so is that all um free now after his post like what is what is no that was he's saying anderson gets it free oh gotcha okay (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like a whole deal, man. Whew. Yeah. You know what sucks about that is uh, we got the notice from uh, Sean Brennan that the media scrum was canceled, mm-hmm. which I was really looking forward to going and sitting in. But uh, so no media scrum, so we're allowed to access riders at the pits. So since there's three of us there, right? I'm like, well. I finished riding the 250 portion of the race report and hauled ass down the pits, brought up the race on Peacock and had it running on my phone and was doing my interviews and stuff. So I was completely unaware of the Anderson Lawrence scuffle afterwards. And, uh, so when I got to Jason in the pits, I saw him turn a couple people down and then I was like, come on, dude. And he's like, all right. And I didn't ask him about it cause I didn't know about it. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but afterwards he like, hit me on the show was like yeah like i'm sure he didn't want to talk about it anyway but yeah, yeah. What, what were the penalties handed out it's just a fine uh i don't know how much <clears throat> though i'm gonna hit up my guy at the ama today to figure that out mm-hmm. but um that was something that i was gonna bring up to you guys because i didn't know what happened until i was walking off the track afterward and then i got a video message of them replaying it on tv and then mm-hmm. i was like oh shit there was so much going on with AP celebrating. I wondered how much people yeah. really did see, you know, but like full disclosure, that was not the only like 
hand waving or revving incident. Bro, tempers were flaring up during that 450 main event. Everybody was chopping each other off and going for the lines. Like, there's a lot Everybody. of people ratcheted up with each other. This is the one that just caught the most attention. Yeah. Yeah. The chopping off, the cross jumping. Do you think that was intentional? I think that was just a circumstance <laughs> of the conditions. Dude, you're yeah. sliding off jumps. Yeah. You know, and different rhythms. I mean, the amount of times I saw, actually, most situations involved Cincerello, unfortunately, but. Th- the left-hander before the triple. The amount of times AC got slammed or cut off right there just because everyone was just slipping and sliding was insane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, at one point, RJ and both RJ and I feel like Jordan Smith were both going backwards on the track as well. Yep. RJ completely just slid off the finish line and landed in a different in the middle of the track. So. Yeah, in the middle of the lanes. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I don't think any of it was intentional, but definitely people were pissed off. Um, I, how do you guys feel, like 450 class, how do you guys feel about um, Eli just sort of trying to stay in the race behind a Hilarious. Hilarious. And, uh, talking to some guys even off camera, like, a, a lot of uh, not just Webb, but a lot of other guys not happy with him because they were not aware that he was actually passing them for position and not lapping them as well. <laughs> Dude, when I was watching it on the track, I was like, "Oh, I seen him. I'd seen him crash with Christian." And then I was like, "Oh, okay, so this is going to be rough." And when they came around to lap him, I'm like, "Man, this is wild." Two weeks in a row. And then when he just caught the toe and just stayed with it, I was like. I oh, said that. <laughs> that's race savvy, dude. dude <laughs> yes, but yeah, but I can see roosting where your Cooper teammate <laughs> is super pissed because yeah. Cooper was behind him the whole time. Okay, so on Friday I asked Prado like, "Hey man, how does it have? How is it to have Eli behind you?" And he's like, "I don't hear anybody behind me. I'm just focused in. I didn't hear the crowd or anything." And after Saturday night's race, I'm like, "Dude, no way!" Because everybody was throwing revs at you. You had everybody behind you revving like you guys all have to hear it because they're all doing it so much mm-hmm. maybe and especially yeah. those maybe he's an earplug guy i mean he's dude. not because i asked him that too and he's like no i'm just so focused no one intimidates me and i'm like no everybody was revving at you on saturday but like you had to hear it dude one lap <laughs> web after the triple that double into the like mechanics area one lap, I thought Webb was going to Larry loop his bike off that thing because he was revving at Tomac so hard. Like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, dude. <laughs> the, I think the chase one was like a genuine mistake, like yeah. a little dicey there, like a little close. But that line, even on Friday press day, everybody just kept pushing out because yeah. that's what you were going to do. Mm-hmm. We saw a lot of yeah. issues with that that middle <sighs> roller, too. I mean, that's where Kenny went down. That thing was slick. We saw a couple crashes there. Yeah. About, yeah. It, it, well, and if I'm, like, if I'm Coop, I'm... I'm I'm pissed off at Eli. Like, oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah. You got to think, like, he can't. The track is one line. Coop was catching AP, like, pretty good. Like, mm-hmm. he was catching him there until that point. Because, I mean, Eli sort of blocked him, honestly, like, for that late that late push. Because you got to think, like, the track's one line. He'll get close up to Eli, but Eli will just roost him, you know? Like, who knows how many tear-offs Coop had on his goggles. So, like, he's just wasting tear-offs at that point. He's got to get around two guys now. Yeah. So it's just, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, I hate to say it to Eli, but dude, it's a race that you're not in, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, to that point then, Avery, about like how much roost Eli would throw, like, we know watching him as a rider, how hard he is on the yeah. gas. He's probably throwing more roost than anybody is because he's going to manhandle it so much. I tried to ask him about that on yeah. Friday. Complete non-answer to that question <laughs> in the news break video was hilarious. But, um... Yeah, dude, I thought that was pretty weird because last week Cooper had even mentioned that he got out of the way when he knew Eli and Chase were coming through. Yeah. 
I asked Eli uh, on Friday about having to alter his style to make to make his bike last in the mud in San Francisco, and he said, "Yeah, he toned it down." But then a point he also made was like, "Hey, I have a cable clutch, so I can monitor how much my shit is fading, whereas all the hydro guys have no idea." Hmm. And so that mm-hmm. that was his little jab at like, "That's why cable's better." Yeah, yeah, that in the start. Yeah, yeah. but uh. Yeah. Yeah, you know, when I was running around truck to truck and I was watching the race, I was looking at the gap, and I saw Cooper catching him. I'm like, oh, poor Aaron, dude. Cooper's going to eat him up. And then later, I I was like, hey, wh- what happened? And someone just said Eli. I'm like, well, Eli was way down here, so I didn't understand because I didn't see it. Yeah. Hmm. But, uh, yeah. well, Plessinger still dude. so happy. How about those last guy? two laps in the, in the stadium? It was... Loud. Oh Unreal, God, dude. So, so sweet. Yeah. Anton, was it as loud as Colorado used to be when Eli would be winning? Oh, dude, nothing's going to top that. Yeah. That one's like next level. <laughs> and I think they built that stadium to be a little bit louder. But that one was cool because you could hear <clears throat> individual fans like cheering for Eli. Like the way Snapdragon is set up, like you can pretty much hear everything that happens because the bleachers mm-hmm. are right there. So everybody was pumped. Like to the top of the top, top, top of the building, you could see people cheering. Yeah. 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 yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it's just cool to, to to see him. You know, like he's came close so many times. Like last year, Detroit. Um, you know, it's just cool to see him uh, get it done, and then be, and be in the points lead now. Yeah, yeah right, right. right. Yeah. Dude, that is awesome. <laughs> Dude, Jay Dungy, like, oh my god, I can't wait to see the post of his freaking red number plate. Like, it's yeah. Be. <laughs> oh god, it's gonna Dude. be nuts. Perfect timing for him to get that win, too, because I think it was like KTM sales meeting this weekend. There was tons of KTM dealers from all around the country there. Uh, I Heck talked yeah. to one of them on his way back home yesterday at the airport. So, like, Pitfire was there. Everybody from KTM was mm-hmm. there. So that was a big, big win for AP. That's awesome. Yeah. You yeah. know, uh, yeah. it's funny because when I was talking to him for hours your weekend, he's like, I got that neck burn, baby. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know why, but I didn't know what neck burn was, you know, but then it's it's from the – the pyro that's what it's supposed know. to be it's a it's yeah a, from stew yeah oh, but that's... somebody commented on youtube there was no pyro when he went across the finish is that true there wasn't no because nope. the rain maybe no, the pilot uh, light went out it was like a little slow because even in the 251 when nate crossed the finish line i was like okay where is it at and it didn't go and then garrett comes across the finish line and he throws that like dejected second place pissed off fist pump and then there's a big flame behind him i'm like <laughs> damn yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, AP was so funny. And he's just like, I, I, the thing I love is he's, I was like, hey, points lead. He goes, hey, red number plate, red number seven. That's like Bubba. I hope Bubba's proud of me. <laughs> but it was cool for him to say, I heard him say to you, oh, I was like, I'm surprised you didn't do the mud belly flop. Cause like, I mean, he just, he's done that in the past as a 250 rider. And he goes, I forgot. He goes, I'm going to save that mud belly flop for when I win the championship. So, yeah. like, dude, oh, to hear that his confidence is on that level, that's awesome. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was funny because uh, when they were interviewing him down on the start straightaway after they got done and all the KTM people were around him, oh, for a heads up, the guy that comes up and hugs Aaron with the hand tattoos, the olive skin man, he in the KTM jacket was not with the team. They don't know who that was. He just jumped the fence and ran on the track apparently <laughs> and was screaming the whole time. Uh, but Roger, when it got done, he's like, you didn't, you didn't go swimming and did this motion that Tosser did. I'm like, Oh, they know that he's yeah. supposed to like do the swan dive. You know, I think he was going to, 
But then Sexton rolled up and like congratulated him. Congratulated him. And I think then he forgot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But like, Pretty funny that he's wearing the same gear he was wearing at Detroit last year. Yeah, right? Well, Odd, but funny. Uh, how much approved gear he got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, so him winning was really cool, too, because Jade's son was supposed to be in the KTM Challenge and didn't get to because of the mud. Yeah. So there's a little bit of uh, consolation for that for Jade. Mm-hmm. But I heard a little kid from the challenge ask Jade for the front number plate, and he's like, "Sorry, buddy." <laughs> Heck no. Yeah. He's keeping that one. But Dude, um, cool for Jade. Uh, like Troy was there, and Ryan was there too. So that's cool because you know they all went to the races together for so long, and for Jade to have that first one with his dad and his brother there is cool. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it was awesome too to see how many of his competitors were genuinely happy for him. You know, mm-hmm. to get his first win and in the mud where he's supposed to excel and all that. Yeah. So. Yeah. What Barsha and, and Webb said in the press conference was really cool too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we talk about like AP riding in the mud and like, I think like you watch him and like, there's three distinct styles that we see the work the best, you know, there's AP's real loose, like move it back and forward and just do whatever you got to do. And then Barsha bounces through everything and revs so high. And then you have Kenny who was leading. That was just methodical, just like low RPMs, put the bike where he needed to, except that one time, like Ken was looking really, really good for the win there just because those conditions suit him. Like Don, you've been to that practice track he grew up riding on in Germany. How much like that dirt was it? Um, I can't really just, speak to that for sure. Cause like it was perfect conditions when I was there. Yeah. But I just mean dry, hard pack that, you know, is yeah. like throttle control. You got to have yeah. it. Well, when, when Kinman and I were there, it had just rained. So it was, oh, okay. it was all sweet, but yeah, yeah. it was little, hokey dokey track yeah i mean it's it's badass i mean I, I just think that you know first three first three races of the year three different winners um you know it's it's cool to see a lot of us didn't think that it was going to be this way a lot of us no. thought that it was just going to be the jet show you know yeah. and it's not turning out that way and i i i'm a fan i'm loving it i'm loving every second of this right now because yeah. we have awesome awesome racing i mean we have guys you know, who are winning one weekend and who are having a bad weekend the next, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a good season. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, the, the triple crown this weekend is going to be real interesting with it being the shorter three races and all, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I'm looking forward to Prado finishing up front in all three. Yeah. Cause I'm looking forward to a dry race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a hotter race too. Like it's supposed to be in the eighties. Dude, it's going to be warm. Yeah, oh, like a little humid hot? too. It's gonna, be good. it's gonna be 78 degrees and a little humid. Oh, <laughs> nice. I like that. What was it like as a yeah. goggle guy, A Ray? Like, uh, or do you I have to prep a, the blur goggles, or do you just deliver them? Um, I I did for I did for the first round. This round, uh, you know, the guys usually, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll only, we only have two guys right now. Um, we have Rod Bell and Jace Kessler. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jace Kessler, he, he's he's had a little bit of a slow start. I think it's just, you know, he's used to riding a 250F in Supercross, and this year he's on a 450. You know, and with the rain, too, it's it's just been tough on him. But uh, but Rod Bell, man, I mean, he's I mean he's got a broken wrist, and he's, you know, been in the past two mains the last uh, two races. So um, it was good. Uh, I took some roll-off stuff to, to the races this past weekend and prepped some stuff up for them. Um, you know, just make sure they're dialed some some extra stuff. So, yeah, no, it was good. 
Rob Bell's easy, man. I mean, he's got his he's got his chick there who uh, who preps his goggles and everything the way he likes it. So mm -hmm. it's all good. His how was your weekend was good. Yeah, he's hilarious. I love that guy. Yeah. He, man, I walked over and he, yeah, I walked over and he's like, "Finally, I've been waiting all day." <laughs> yeah, I was somewhere later in the day, and somebody was on the phone with him, yeah. and he goes, "He's waiting for people to talk to him." Don, have you talked to Rod Bell? We got him. And he goes, "Don got you." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, what about uh? So the rest of the pack. I mean, I, I, I hate it that I didn't see the race, right? Because I'm <laughs> running around interviewing people. But uh, Kenny, I read on his Instagram, he like, he fell, obviously. So he, he fell. He his bike. Yeah, he fell and, and out of the lead and then got back up, took a right, did that rhythm, and then fell again in that next left-hander. Ah. And that's Stop where he it. had issues, stalling. Yeah. So. Mm. And then he, he kind of wrote, then he, dude, he almost got lapped just before getting going there. And then he rode, finished that lap, and went into the mechanics area for a little bit. So he mm -hmm. was he was back. Yeah, I was surprised how clean guys were after the main. I think because it started misting, so they started getting cleaned off. <laughs> I I don't know. No. Did did Cooper put on a new jersey before the podium? Because he's like it looked maybe. like a dry race in his podium photo. Mm, maybe, but yeah, you know, like it didn't. I rewatched the race yesterday. Like, compared to those heat races, it didn't really stick to anything in that mm. 450 main event. By that point, it was all. Uh, just going to go under the bike. It wasn't flying that high. Everything just tacked up. But, dude, it is crazy how that dirt was because it was straight Play-Doh. Once you got into it, either it was super slick on the top, but what was uh, nice and compacted, dude, it was crazy, crazy sticky. Are you guys surprised that Dirtworks didn't touch the rhythms or the whoops the entire day? Like, they didn't go over any of them once. Just start straight, yeah, lip of the triple. I thought for sure, yeah. like before the mains, they'd go through the whoops or something. But well, I think it was just because the the dirt was so hard for one, and, and it wasn't like it wasn't like um, San Fran where there was like huge ruts everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. Like I mean, the ruts were were fairly shallow, shallow, um, and they weren't getting down to the plywood. So I feel like um, they knew that they weren't going to get much more rain. So I think that's why they left the track just so you know. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hey, so in the uh, four fifty heat race. <laughs> when Jet hits the whoops like they're dry and passes two guys into the lead, mm -hmm. I looked over at Chase in the press box and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> like, you know, like, oh, he figured it out. It's just going to be a runaway. And then he fell. But, like, Ulrich dude, was like, that's not going to last. Yeah, but how <laughs> gnarly is it that he went through the whoops like they were dry? Dude. Dude, it's crazy. Crazy. Because then even when, but... like, uh, he went down and Eli was out front, he was – jumping them and rolling jumping but uh i don't know what did uh what did it look like for jet and hunter in the main were they they were pretty much around each starts? other until the last three laps i want to say i mean hunter was right right there with with jet right until An he passed anderson mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i mean they came from way back because yeah. jet was like 20th going into the first turn and then made quite a few passes in those first few laps mm -hmm. and then just kept passing they got like into the top 10 and then there was a nice long battle to get going through there but i think that was kind of the frustration with jason is he's like yo i've come from this far back you're not going to stop me from going forward now mm -hmm. how late yeah. in the race did he pass uh anderson mm. just a few minutes left not yeah. very long and then what happened was too uh ken kind of gets in it because Ken repasses Jason, unlaps himself after the jet incident, and then that seemed to cost Jason some more time. And I think that probably frustrated Jason too. Like, 
another two seconds where he could have quickly retaliated and didn't get to. Uh, but, this, you know, really, I've rewatched Anaheim one again last night just to see a dry race. And as they go into the second turn in the first lap of the 450 main event, Jason had the lead and Jet did a pretty close, similar pass. Like, it's not the first one-two pass that they've had this year. They're going to have a lot more. Yeah, I was pretty yeah. surprised to see, like, honestly, Jet being that upset. Because even Jet's pass on Anderson was pretty aggressive, which he maybe had to be. But I was just surprised to see that Jet was the initiating factor to that whole scuffle. Yeah, <laughs> dude. But a lot of close calls. Like, rewatching the race yesterday on the flight back home, when mm-hmm. it was just picture-in-picture, picture, like, that one time where they're on opposite rhythms going off that jump, that could have been really, really bad for both. And I could see yeah. where they'd both be that pissed. Yeah. And a lot of the revving thing, too. Like, hey, Ray, you know, do you want somebody behind you revving and screaming at you in every turn? Like, hell no. No. Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> and then, and then too, like, um, do you think, do you think guys are starting started like starting to turn on Jet a little bit? I think everybody wants to like make their point be known, like you're not going to walk us, you know. I think yeah. they all have to yeah. do that because yeah. even if you want, and like nothing against Jet, like this is just an observation of what the TV broadcast did. Last two people they showed before the gate dropped, and then when the gate dropped is Jet, like not yep. 22 people all the way lined up. And that's not a decision that the family's making. That's the producer of the TV show doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've noticed some uh, comments on YouTube that are kind of like, oh, yeah, anti jet. I mean, it's there. I mean, you can hear it's it. inevitable. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> it's just a cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, Dahmer sent me an Instagram video this morning. I think he probably sent it to you guys too, but it was like after the Anderson incident. Oh, by incident. the on the floor? Yeah, and yeah. Jet's like, you can tell he's crying. Yeah. And it's funny, you forget that he's, what, he's 20, right? Yeah. 20 years old, so he's younger. I'm sure that's like his first uh, big helmet-grabbing yeah. encounter, right? I mean, just like us, like our thoughts after leaving A1, his <clears throat> thoughts were probably the exact same. Like, these last two weeks have been pretty pretty hard for him, I'm sure. Like, I don't, I don't think he's ex- expected any of this. But, dude, like, to what Ari said, they all know that they're going to have to do this. Like, mm-hmm. Cooper and him are close because if you think back to that time that Cooper left Alden's, like, where'd he go right at? He went and rode at the property with them and yeah. said that Darren treated him like one of his own kids. So they all know each other, but they all know, hey, we got to ding this kid one good time to show him, like, we're not going to let you come walk all over us. Like, we mm-hmm. all have shit that we got to pay for, too. Yeah. Kick them when they're down, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on another note, Jet and Hunter, their kits were on fire. Those bikes were so sick. The bikes were unbelievable. See, I didn't like the bikes, but I what? liked the gear. And Chase didn't like the gear. He's poo pooing again, of course, because it's opposite me. <laughs> Don, Don, probably, yeah, Don probably loved freaking uh, Jet's camel tail. He loved that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was zooming in. He was taking photos of it. He loved it so much. Dude, when, uh, uh, so our old. Pinup model, uh, uh, Jessica Victorino. She's working for a, a Brazilian uh, news outlet. Mm-hmm. And so she was on press day, she was going to interview Jet. And so when she was in line, I'm texting him, eyes on Jet, not his ball taco. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I thought the bikes were sick. Dude, they don't, I need to ask, but I've never noticed the seracoding that I saw on their on the 450s this weekend on those bikes. Like what the cases? Yeah, the cases were all no, tan with a No, those like white. Those are magnesium. That's always like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's always like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
<clears throat> but yeah, uh, even the head was like not shiny red it was like a dark maroon like it was cool mm-hmm. yeah dude but then like even the finish that they did on those plastics like it mm-hmm. is plastic but then there's paint on them and yeah that's yeah, really like, paint went <laughs> detroit did that that yeah. makes it even cooler yeah, yeah. that's sick <laughs> so uh the i i you know why i liked the alpine stars honda gear because down the leg real big it said honda right like mm-hmm. Like yeah, I'm way cool. older than all you guys, but like back in the day, you could go in a catalog and you could buy JT Honda pants, JT Kawasaki pants, and like you rarely see gear with brands on it now. It's just the gear's name yeah. real big, right? So to me, yeah. the fact that it said Honda on it real big was kind of cool. Yeah, totally. And then I like how they sublimated uh, Jet's name like up by the waistband, kind of like the old sew-on letters mm-hmm. from back in the day, but uh. There's a lot of cool throwback gear, uh, but my favorite bike graphic was uh, Jerry Robbins' Yamaha. The red and the white and red. Mm-hmm. I thought that was super cool. Yeah. I like those. Uh, I like the Twisted T-Suzuki's. I thought those were good, and then yeah. the Solitaire bikes were good. Those Solitaires were sick. The Twisted yeah. T-Suzuki's look like the, like the Guy Cooper era, I think. They're like scribbled almost kind of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was sick. I thought I was playing like Jeremy McGrath 97 Supercross. <laughs> yeah. Did you notice that they uh, altered the Twisted T logo too with the like mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. the scribble outline? I asked uh, I asked Mr. Pipes about that and he's like, no, they're easy to work with. Really? They'll let you do anything. That's cool. That's cool. But then he pointed to Ken's bike and he's like, not that one. That one has to stay <laughs> blue and white. It's you not. Know? It's white and black every other round. Yeah, I don't so know. weird. They, so I don't even know what that throwback was to. Like, uh, I told I heard it was like a street bike. Yeah, SP one seventy five was like a, yeah. a white, white tank with blue graphics. But that's what uh, Dino's was a street bike too, right? Yeah, Rothman uh, Honda. Yeah, yeah. When they sponsored like all of Honda's off road racing and all of that too. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Nice. I don't know. You like my uh, favorite had to been Jerry Robbins, dude. Like, yeah, Jerry Robbins looked good. The only thing that could have been better on his is if he painted his uh, blue head cover red or yeah. white, right? That would have been cool. Yeah. What so was... you guys, so the uh, the Jet Lawrence, Hunter Lawrence uh, kit were y'all's favorite? Mm-hmm. It was my favorite. Hunter's in particular. It was a toss-up. It was either those or the um, the AEO's team yeah. uh, gear. I, I thought the AEO team had some good-looking gear. Yeah, I think that was my favorite. Moran's had yeah. a similar setup, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the HBI guys had another green and white set from Canvas that looked pretty close. Like, dude, Canvas crushed it this weekend. They did. Stuff. Even the MCR stuff was it was it's pretty insane how similar that stuff is to the, the to jersey the we have stuff up that's there. outside. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. Dude, the the freezy one, you know, Mumford's had the one eight hundred collect, but it said one eight hundred Mumford and one eight hundred Oldenburg. But Vince's said one eight hundred call Vince. <laughs> it was so I'm all freezy. You're giving us that jersey. <laughs> 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 But uh, yeah, so the MCR guys and uh, Starling had the same kits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the Freddie Norn gear and the bikes with the Chevy, the Chevy bow tie on it. Yeah. But so the Chevy bow tie, and then Norn was like, "Do you like my Bubba kit?" And I'm like, "Oh, that was lost on me. I didn't catch that. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like pink and green checkered checkers." And yeah. I was like, "Oh, okay." But uh, I don't know. Everyone can't, everyone can't have a home run. Yeah. Bro, so I didn't, like, Theodore Pauly that runs that team, I think we talked about it a bunch. His house is 20 minutes from here. It's the halfway point between 
our house and our in-laws house, mm-hmm. but I've only ever known that everybody calls him Bubba. And I did not realize why, because I just think of him as Theodore because we've grown up racing together and everything. And then when he told me how big of a James super fan he was, I'm like, mm, now I see why you were called Bubba <laughs> since age 12. Like makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. The white Bubba. Yeah. Oh, oh Aerie left Aerie us. vanishes again. <laughs> Oh, he's back. He's back. I got it. I got it. Yeah, sorry. My bad. Hey, Ray, you got to pay your cricket wireless uh, reload card. Dude, Dude sucks. <laughs> so, uh, the 450 main, the first lap when they came out after watching the 250s, remember the 250 main was like, nobody was really saying that triple, then March Banks started sending it at the end. Yeah. But the 450s come out, and they're just like, bat. Like, yeah. You think more power, more wheel spin or whatever, but they obviously hooked up. I mean, their lap times were slower, though. Were they? Yeah, 450s were slower. Wow. But, but I don't know. It was like when everyone hit that triple on the first lap, I was like, yeah, yeah. wow, look at It that. was pretty scary. Like, the press booth location is right by that triple. Watching March Banks hit it, like, every lap was... It looked like he was going to land on the wood. Dude, I mean, his yeah. rear wheel was pointing a different direction every lap, and he was still just like, nope, I'm doing it. Yeah. When he hit it the first lap, I just heard all rev as he left the face, and I was like, oh, shit. Because I had heard so many bad revs all night in that spot yeah. that I was like, here's mm-hmm. another one. Yep. Was it a uh, yep. race like that? It's more stressful to be on the floor, isn't it, Michael? Because oh, guys <laughs> flying off and shit. Oh, yeah. I about got smoked. Dude. Like, yeah. even on, on mm. dry press day, I was out there, and Ferrandis flew off the track, and I want to say Foggy was five feet away from me and, like, two feet further forward. And he just goes around me, slowing through us. Mm-hmm. It's like if that was wet plywood, we would have both been dusted. Yeah, and you like you have to be careful about how you move around too, because by the end of the night on Saturday, like from my shoes packing up with mud and then trying to like keep steady footed, because Avery, you saw how slick it was. Like you made a yeah. joke about how I was sliding around. My thighs and my feet were so tired from just like being planted and carrying extra weight and not trying to fall and like get twisted out. So then when guys yeah. come off the track, like. I got to be careful about how I move, and then they gas it, and then the back end goes sliding out, and you almost get tagged by that. Like, yeah, hectic. Yeah, yes. How did Prado look in the four fifty man? He was eleventh, so like not great. I'm assuming. I didn't watch him much, dude. There was so much going on early in that race. You had you had both the Husky guys down again, which is such a such a bummer for them, especially after Malcolm doing so well in the heat, and then you had. Tomac and Sexton, or yeah, Tomac and Sexton, both down as well. And then Jay Coop loses it right after while running third or fourth or whatever. Like, yeah, there were so many guys just falling out of decent spots. I I totally didn't even notice Prado. Well, he got a really bad start, he said. Yeah, it couldn't have been worse than Jets. Jet was cruising to the the first turn. Like... (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, him and AC traded a couple moves. Like I, they were definitely two guys that were trying to get around each other and throwing revs for a minute. Hmm. Um, Dude, how cra- how crazy was it that there was like fa- like a lot of factory guys in the LCQ? Oh, I mean, the LCQ was stacked, yeah. bro. I thought Joe was in the LCQ when I went out for it. I was like, oh, dude, I there's no Joe. way Joe made it. But yeah, then he no. got fourth. Yeah, I thought I thought Juju was gonna have to um, go to the LCQ as well there for a yeah. bit because dude. It was so like I mean I guess once you get once you fall over you get thrown off your groove it's so hard whenever the conditions are like that to get back into it yeah and like dude, dude Juju was just not in his groove at all um, mm-hmm. in 
night show at all on Saturday. I mean, dude, he was at, at one point Juju was battling with Alex Nagy for three laps. Wow. In the in the heat race, they, yeah. I mean, they you know they both made the main obviously, but but still it was it was tough there for a second. Yeah. Yeah, I would have liked to talk to Joe after the race, but I'm assuming when he went down for especially the second time in that heat, he he assumes he's going to the LCQ. Hmm. Like I doubt, yeah, because I doubt he knew. <laughs> Did you watch him on the last lap? No. He does the last section. You know, he does that triple and then that double, and he's coming around and is just cruising by the mechanics area, and there's somebody behind him that's like, fuck that, I'm coming to catch you. <laughs> and Joe comes out of that hairpin and looks over and sees the guy, like, dive-bombing the turn and then wicked it up to do the little hip jump in the finish line because, <laughs> like, he was just cruising, but that guy was going for another pass. Like, Damn. Joe would thought it was done. Joe would have gotten kamikaze. But that's too busy talk. Let's talk about 450 still before <laughs> break. Uh, on press day for my vlog, I was talking to Jorge Prada. Uh-huh. And I'm like, hey, dude, like first round of MXGP is like canceled, I heard. Does that mean we get you for A2? And he's like, oh, man, I wish. Because I'm flying home to Sunday morning. And, uh, you know, we, that just gives us one more week of prep for uh, defending my championship. I'm like, ah, oh, dude, you should ask. And you could kind of tell he's like playing it off. And then after the race, I'm waiting for him for How Was Your Weekend? And uh, Pitt Byer and the other guy that was with him, is that the uh, the team manager from Europe? Uh, there was Robert Jonas I heard was there and Davide to Carly, but he was at the first one. I didn't see him. Okay, so it must have been Robert. But uh, it was funny because – uh, Jorge saw me waiting for him and he was behind that, you know, that privacy wall and he's coming towards me and I'm thinking, oh, great. I'll get my house weekend now. But then Pitt, Pitt and that guy walk up and you just see his face and he's pleading like, please, please, one more race, one more race. And, and they're joking with him. They're like, no, no, you got to go home. And then Byer says, okay, rock, paper, scissors with him. If you win, you can stay. And so they do it and, they both throw scissors the first time, and then the second time, uh, his team manager throws a rock, and Jorge throws paper and wraps his hand around it and like kind of slaps the guy in the face, joking around. And then Pete goes, "Okay, you could stay." And just the genuine thrill and the excitement on his face is pretty cool, right? Like, mm-hmm. while other guys are just all like, Jorge really wants to race and wants to stay here and experience as much as he can before he goes home. So. Uh, that was that was kind of a cool exclusive we got for our How Was Your Weekend, and uh, we got out there first. But I like that you left that in. That was cool because even when I was watching it on the plane yesterday, I was like, "What's this?" Because you, I saw it starting and then it stopping, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And then when I was leaving the pit on Saturday night, somebody had told me that that's how I got to say was that rock paper scissors thing. So then to see it in person was cool. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, yeah, I'm stoked. I mean, he's obviously he's a strong starter, right? And yeah three starts in the main events and three opportunities. Yeah. I think he's going to do really well this weekend before he goes home. Nice. What else? Hey, props, props to Dino for a, for a tough end after a, you know, after a tough night, fourth in the LCQ. I mean, like, yeah, his heat race was, was, was pretty much like a disaster. Right. And even with AC too, like, I think I, I messaged the group. I'm like, AC and freeze like going at it for the last lap, the last spot. <laughs> it was nuts, right? But uh, but yeah, it was it was uh, it was definitely a, a a tough heat race. Both heat races, like 
you know, I mean, I think Cade got in uh, in the heat race, Cade Clayson, and then uh, Freddie got in as a privateer, you know, and the other one. So, like, I mean, that bumped factory guys out, you know. So, it was uh, it was crazy. crazy yeah. Night. Freddie in the mud is good. Freddie in the mud is good. <laughs> it rains a lot in Sweden. Mm-hmm. This is our first race, though, This we've had this year that a uh, factory guy hasn't missed out on the night sh- or the main event, though. Because we had yeah. Jay Coop miss out in Hunter, so. Mm-hmm. At least the factory guy out. joined it. With yeah. Benny, yeah, yeah. How right. about Benny making it? In? Like when he made it in, I was really excited for him, and we did that post. So it makes history, first rider to put a bid in the main and everything. And uh, he didn't seem overly excited about. it. He was just, <laughs> oh, I should have been in the main and him won, which is obviously yeah. true, right? But uh, yeah. they said that they made some big improvements on the bike. Bike over, looks a little different too. Yeah, there's an HGS pipe on it, right? <laughs> I think it's a stock. Uh, I think it's, it's a stock pipe. Yeah, it's stock a stock pipe. pipe. It's yeah. a stock pipe, but I mean, pretty much it's a it's a HGS. Yeah, it's so made. pretty much, um, from what I hear, um, they are the they're doing like the full Euro spec now. Mm-hmm. They have the full Euro spec um, engine package and electronics type type situation going on right now. So, do you think the yeah. FMF branding stays on the bike still or no? Uh, I'm not sure. See, like they. Uh, you know, with, you know, cold spike still has FMF on it, but, um, I don't know. I think the team is still going through a little bit of, uh, like some growing pains, I feel like, you know? Um, and I, I think here within a few weeks, I think things, things will start to fall into place, but, you know, for the most part, I think they're, they're still, you know, struggling a bit, you know, it's their first year in Supercross. Um, but I think, I think it's going to be good here, here in a few weeks. Do we know that the, Sorry, Chase, but like, cool that there's communication now with Italy to get that figured out, yeah. and there wasn't yeah. any at all. Like, good yeah. that they know they got to recognize it. Do we know uh, how much longer Short's going to be riding that thing? Like, do we know when Colt's um, going to come it's back? It's going to be it's going to be a few more weeks, I believe. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. Does does Benny look bigger on the Beta than yes. when he? Oh, yes. On the Yamaha. <laughs> sick, Is the Beta a smaller bike then? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, Benny got bigger? Smaller bike. <laughs> I don't know that it's a smaller bike, but just like the way you look on it, even like, like I said, I go to it all the time. Dare Martel on that thing at like 2022 PIR, he looked like he was real big and he is not a big guy. So Benny on it looks gigantic. Yes. Yeah. Hey, hey, Don, we should, we should definitely get, get, uh, get in contact with him and get one of those bikes. I would really love to try one. They yeah. look awesome. Yeah, yeah. They look super cool. I, I really just wish the, the red frame matched the rest of the red on the bike. That's my the biggest. fire red? Yeah, I can't stand red? that. I, that, I wish, I wish they did blue hubs and black wheels. Yeah, that would look I better, I wish they did a black tank. There's a lot of yeah. I wishes. <laughs> Maybe we can get one and make it look how we want it to look. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys see the Ducati come out today? It oh, looks, yeah. it looks pretty cool. Did you guys post cool. about it? Everybody else posted about it. I haven't gotten we any haven't photos. Gotten, we haven't gotten anything <laughs> from anybody about it. Nope. Mm. Not yeah. on that list. Screenshot. That looks yeah. bad. Is it a 250 or a 450? 450. 450. So they're going opposite of Triumph. Yeah. 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 Hey, so I wanted. I, I heard something on YouTube. I think I was just looking it up, you know, just because I was curious. Are they running a Honda? Fr- are they buying the Honda frames for that bike and then mm. doing their own engine? No, it doesn't. It looks different than a Honda. Dude, I do not see that happening. Honda and Ducati are the two most like competitive motorcycle manufacturers in the most mm-hmm. important motorsport that there is on two wheels. There's no fucking way mm. that Honda's gonna be like, "You want to buy some frames from us? Let's go." <laughs> the frames no different. No fucking way. You can tell. Yeah, it does look similar. It does look similar to a Honda. Um, it's a show. The engine obviously doesn't look anything like the Honda engine, but yeah, the, the frames look similar. And that's why I was sort of curious. It's a, and I think, I think that he was doing some testing on a Honda or something. Yeah. Well, um, so but, that they, 
so remember when Hot Sauce was riding an all black Cowie, like the last mm-hmm. year? Same deal. He's he's been riding an all black Honda at at test tracks just because the bike's been. Yeah. So I think a lot of people are seeing that, and then obviously the bike has a a, a metal frame or a metal um tank just like the Honda, and then the show with stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's similarities for sure, but the frame's different. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I wonder even too, you have to think about Honda's machining capabilities on this right now, because like, what are they going to take on? There's a brand new 450 coming next yeah. year. The 250 just changed. Yeah. They just got through that run of the old model bike that they were selling through at COVID. Like, where are you going to come up with tooling that's multi millions of dollars to just like throw out there for them? Like, it's a very complex deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no offense, you know, if they're going for a frame, like I, I Honda one wouldn't be my first. Be the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That ain't it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, no, uh, speaking of Honda, great for Ricky Brayback. That's so sick. Dude, so sick. Do it twice. And so with the sick. wife. That's so badass. Yeah. yeah. She won in the side-by-side class, right? Yeah. Damn. That's cool. Yeah. All right. That, uh, was, a, that was a heavy weekend, Dakar. Like, that was a hectic yeah. two weeks over there for sure. You guys ready for a break? Uh, you don't want to talk about the Husky boys? Oh, I I guess there's not much to talk about, but just, it's not going well. Yeah. At all. No. Well, (laughs) Malcolm, Malcolm's just had like bad luck, right? Like he's super fast. And And Christian's had bad luck. Didn't he get landed on, right? I think he landed landed on on someone. Him and Eli. Yeah. Him and Eli are the two that got together. And then on the Malcolm one, like him and Chase got so lucky. That could have been so bad. Yeah. You know, taking a front wheel to the lower back like that instead of to the back of the bike, like fuck. But they both went down a couple other times by themselves too. Mm-hmm. You know, Don, you said at Anaheim one that Malcolm went down like three times, and I only saw the first one. I rewatched the race again today, and I saw the other ones. Dude, one crash was in like 15 seconds of his first one, <laughs> and then last yeah. week it was the same thing. Like he went down and then went down again. And, like, you have to feel so bad for Malcolm because just to get up and be like, all right, I'm going to reset and do it, and then to have all your momentum killed 10 seconds later, like, damn. Yeah, yeah. it sucks. Yeah, I I know uh, I was kind of standing there waiting to talk to Malcolm when he was talking to the team, and he's like, I swear, I'm just a victim of circumstance. Because you know, <laughs> I'm feeling it. I was on the starting line thinking, I'm going to win this race, or, you know, I'm going to ride well. He said he's been feeling good, uh, the bike's working good, and he just says – Shit happens. And so yep. I looked down, I go, so we're waiting at least one more week to do a show. Because he said he doesn't want to come on until he has something good to talk about. <laughs> but um, I agree with him, though. Like, I do think that he's been a victim of circumstances and stuff. Like, yeah. the A1 thing, he locked bars with somebody and then gets hit by Ken. Like, that wasn't on yeah. him. And then probably had the bike tweaked up or was trying to get going and then was one of a dozen guys that crashed on that hip jump 15 seconds later. Like, yeah. 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 So Husky did not participate in the throwback, right? Their no. bikes were stand neither did KTM, but Or uh, Cowie. Uh a Cowie tried. They got shut down. They should have run the Which I don't know why. Because the they have the anniversary bike, yeah. edition. But But uh so Christian had on a retro Chargers outfit. Yeah, that was horrible. She <laughs> didn't like that? <laughs> I hate the Chargers, oh, dude. But, uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it was cool to see Malcolm not racing in black, though, don't you think? That was cool, yes. it's. I wish they could have more freedom. Yeah. The white and blue kit was cool. <clears throat> it did. Um, all right. We're going to take a break to hear from our sponsors. We'll be back in a bit. X-Brand Goggles was launched in 2008, and over the past two decades, they've earned a reputation as one of the elite eyewear choices in our sport. 
The newest offering, the Lucid Goggle, features an XDO injection molded lens for exceptional optical clarity, as well as superior protection against the massive roost that modern day four-stroke bikes throw. At Swap Moto Live, we love the Lucid Goggle for its huge field of vision. Check them out at xbrand.com. That's eksbrand.com. If you're on the West Coast and you're looking for a one-stop shop, you need to visit the guys at STR Motorsports, formerly known as Shock Therapy Racing. With over 30 years of experience, your bike will be in great hands. Whether you're looking for a custom performance suspension revalve or just a basic rebuild, they've got you covered. STR also offers motor building services. Whether you need a stock engine rebuilt or a full-blown race motor, they're the place to go. Conveniently located in Wildemar, California, they're very close to Lake Elsinore and Paris Raceway. Additionally, they maintain a full stock of oils, tires, and tubes. They can get pretty much anything you need. Check them out at shocktherapysuspension.com. ASV Inventions supports the sport of motocross with innovative products like the original unbreakable folding lever, on-the-fly adjustable clutch purchases, rotator front brake clamps, Y-handle tools, and more. ASV is also a distributor of products like ODI Grips and the innovative Gate King Tailgate Adjuster. They're also a proud sponsor of the Swap Motor Race Series and their track site at each and every event. Their amateur racer support program is open year-round, and you can apply for support at hookit.com. Learn more about ASV products at asvinventions.com. Did you know that in addition to being some of the coolest people on motocross, the crew at WUSA are the official importers of Talon, Kite, and Edge hubs, as well as the leading resource for DID and Excel rims. Through the years, we've tested plenty of aftermarket wheels, and the wheel building crew at WUSA can't be beat. WUSA is the source for all things associated with wheels, including sprockets, spoke wrenches, tire irons, and more. Mention Swap Moto Live when ordering anything from WUSA and get a nice little discount too. Check them out at WUSA.com. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is nine times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike, I spend plenty of time cross-training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross-country bike, to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes, or even the amazing Taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too, so give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the show. Guts Racing, the leaders in seat technology. Go to GutsRacing.com today and design your custom seat cover. 
We try to ship all custom seat covers within 36 business hours. We also offer free shipping to the lower 48 states. Once again, that's GutsRacing.com. Over the past 40 years, EVS Sports has established themselves as the leaders in innovation and technology when it comes to designing protection gear for today's motocross riders. Athletes like RJ Hampshire, Kyle Chisholm, Axel Hodges, and Travis Pastrana all wear EVS when they race, ride, or whatever Travis decides to do that day. Check out evs-sports.com to gear up like the pros. Everyone, welcome back to the Kickstart Podcast presented by Pro Taper. Um, what did you guys do this weekend after the race? What'd you do yesterday? Uh, I went to uh, brunch for my friend's girlfriend's birthday, uh-huh. and I watched football. Ah, I KC. You want you rooting for the Chargers? Did you get all hammered? You a little hungover today, or what? No, I'm just tired. I woke up way yeah. too early to get here and do nothing. I don't know why I did that. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I I picked up a uh, my Elsinore that uh, my, you already my tore into the motor, it. dude. I can't believe. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I I got into that thing last night and uh, and yeah, dude. It's honestly the engine isn't as bad as um, I thought it was gonna be. Like, I mean, it's not blown up or anything. Um, you know, it's just it's just old and. Kind I of thought you were being sarcastic there. in the group chat. No, like, dude, someone ported the cylinder back in Nam. I thought that's a bad thing. Isn't that a bad thing? No, dude. Maybe they she's run a like runner. A scalded dog. Yeah, they run like a scalded dog, bro. But right. so, so now we're gonna have a fifty-year-old bike running at the peak of performance, and all those <laughs> yep. pistons are gonna munch because trust me, I've munched a piston on an Elsinore. Best of luck finding a new one. She's gonna oh, give dude, you. Vinco's got us covered, bro. Vinco, they make they make uh, they make pistons cooking every day for those things. I they pre- do. Yeah, can you please send me that video. number so the bike and a million pieces in my garage can go back together. <laughs> of course, of course. Yep, yep. I actually emailed Jay Clark over the weekend, um, and he got me in contact with the boys over at Vinco. So we're doing a, a you know engine build on that thing uh, here pretty soon. So I predict it's going to give you a hell of a two laps. <laughs> oh yeah. So that the piston yeah. wasn't scored up or anything. No. Really? No, it was good. Like I mean, huh. it's just it had some corrosion, you know. But I mean, other than that, like it was. You know, the rings weren't stuck. Oh, it did only have uh, one ring, but it was a two it was a two ring piston. But there was only one ring on it? Yeah, there was only one ring on it. Uh, but Maybe that I was mean, a hot like, tip back in seventy three. Low friction, low drag. Higher yeah. revs. Like I checked the crank, like the crank seems tight in it, you know. So I mean I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, go through it and stuff like that. But uh, but yeah, man, I'm I'm stoked on it. You know, we got it torn apart last night. Were you just geeking on the Gary Jones one like I was? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder who that who that one was. It, it, the Hondas. That, oh, it's Honda. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I hey. remember back in the day there was there was some stuff you know that he had some of his old race bikes that that got uh, you know that you know that something happened to him. So I mean, oh, unless that curious. wasn't, but I would think that Honda would have that one. It did have yeah, some, what looked like original duct tape on the back. I didn't think that that would be a factory part in nineteen seventy three, but yeah. The yeah. uh, the uh, bike that was on display was a 250, though, right? Like, yeah, why did it look physically so much bigger than yours, Alex? That's a 125. Were they different sure. sizes back then, as opposed to like now, the 250? Well, the same you size? know, on uh, on Gary's bike, he's got a different swing arm, different shock. Um, you know, he's got quite a few different parts. On Even the tank versus, looked you know, bigger. Like, yeah, it might have been. It yeah. might have been. Yeah. Did you Don, guys did hear you... the story about how that orange? That's so badass. I think we so was talking sick. about it. That's mm-hmm. so sick. How that orange stripe came to be, and so they came it was green. reflecting 
Well, it was reflecting really bad. And so they, they put green on it because that's all the paint he had or whatever his mom had. And then they wanted to be able to see him better so that he painted it orange. Oh, <laughs> is that wild? Like the entire most iconic bikes of the sport <laughs> because that was the paint that his mom had in the garage. Dude. That is fucking crazy. So mm. sick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> the jersey thing is the same thing. His mom like made the original Honda jerseys like you were talking about in the beginning. My dad. Yeah. Yeah. So, so my dad, my dad is family friends with him. My dad used to get like their old practice bikes. Whenever they were all oh, really? like blown out, yeah. So my dad's a family. My granddad actually worked at Don Jones's shop. No, like a long time ago. <laughs> so that's why my dad has so many Elsinores, like all this stuff. Like Don, Gary, or like um, Don, Gary, Dwayne, his brother. Um, they all used to like you know whenever they were doing outdoors, they would stop at my my parents, uh, my grandparents' place and ride. Hmm. So like I mean, been family friends for years. Um, so. Uh, my dad actually has some of, or he had, he had one of like the old, um, one of the original jerseys, Honda jerseys. Mm, that's cool. And in the garage, yeah. So it was pretty sweet. Was that you know? Was I telling you, Anton, or Chase, the story about Gary Jones at REM? Mm-mm. So, so the REM races at Glen Helen. Uh, you know, Gary's still racing and stuff, but. Uh, he gets super pissed if like anyone gets close to him or runs into him. And I was at a race one time and I think Dubok, when he was lapping him, like bumped him or something. And he punched Doug in the face, <laughs> like oh, in shit. the pits at a local race, like went up to him and pow. And then I heard that story. Right. Or I, I saw it. And then, uh, like a year later or something, I was like, uh, are him race? And I got kind of close to him and I rubbed his tire. I was like, Oh, He's going to beat me up. After the race. He's going to get beat up by the first 250 national champion. Dude, he's big too. Yeah. yeah. He's the coolest thought, dude. And his yeah. kid, Justin, is awesome. He's a super good uh, off road rider and yeah. very cool. But uh, speaking of Glen Helen, you guys didn't think I was going to do it, huh? I went, no, I did not. No, I thought you were soft. And I, so I, I cannot I believe when you. T- when you where were you telling us? Or no, you were saying Saturday night how I think conditions will be good or whatever. Yeah. And then Dahmer says you're telling him, dude, it's it's so amazing. And then we see your picture. It was great. Your- <laughs> yeah. So I went to uh, Glen Helen for the SRA GP on Sunday. And uh, th- dude, it didn't rain like it did everywhere else, I think. It was it muddy. Lo- it it looked like it rained. <laughs> it was muddy. For- but yeah. I'll tell you what, the motocross portion of the track was no worse than being the first guy on a Thursday. Okay, but the uh, the ridges up top were like riding on the beach for where the water hits. It was so awesome. It was like perfect traction. Yeah. There's a couple of gigantic. I feel like Glen Helen. That's the best one ever. It's like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's it's like I was like I would never want to do a Grand Prix at Glen Helen if it wasn't raining because the ridges <laughs> get so dusty. Yeah. And what like ten years ago I flew off a ridge in the dust and broke my leg. So, uh, and then we've all seen those videos of guys just piling into each other the gopros but uh it was great it was awesome but yeah. i have to say i didn't i almost raced the brand new kx 450 i'm so <laughs> glad you did yeah and i was like ah, it's gonna like i don't think the mud would have been so hard but it would have been sandblasted right the plastic would have been thrashed you so. would have had to put that rubber grommet back in the airbox yeah which i don't have because they <laughs> took it out of Cali. but uh so i took the 300 sx two-stroke ktm and uh it's got a Bill's pipe on it, so it runs super strong. But uh, that's that project bike 
that we did the Racetech spring conversion on the forks. We had Renee tested a few months ago, but dude, that thing is so good. It was super fast, and the Racetech suspension was awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I rode the parade lap. I wasn't going to ride the parade lap because I'm like, why should I do that and get all muddy? But Mark Tilly from Dirt Bike was there, and he's like, hey, I think you should ride the parade lap because it's going on the ridges, and you don't want to flat off a cliff and break your leg again. So I'm like, all right. So I came in from the practice lap, and I went out two on the forks, went out two on the shock, and spread sped the rebound up one on each. Mint bike works so good so huge props to uh the race tech guys for that bike and the spring conversion's awesome and it was good because yeah. you know i was going to this mud race i didn't even take tools dude i didn't take my toolbox so i wouldn't have had an air pump to check my fork pressure <laughs> but i have that little drill air pump i bought on uh amazon to do the tires so that's yeah. all it did it was good but uh yeah, there's my there's my race tech props for the week. Nice, this is awesome. But uh, I got to get my race tech props to Chris because I put that new video out there. So thanks for him for letting me take three weeks yeah. to put that together. <laughs> yeah, looking at the phone, I feel awkward. like I'm watching it right now. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> same spot, same beanie. Mm-hmm. We need to get yeah. some uh, signage behind you, Anton. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I want to say props to uh, props to race tech. Um, uh, for for the uh, forks that Don has that are still rolling around in his beamer, mm. um, I'm sure they're going to be great when I get them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to promise to take them today because I'll forget. Well, yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> oh my god, come on, bro! What did Dude, you expect when you dropped them off uh, two months ago? It wasn't. It was like two weeks ago. <laughs> it was, dude. It's no, a while it was, ago. It was a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> When we went to the airport to go to San Francisco and they were in the backseat of the car, Avery, I wrapped the lowers, like the bottom tubes of the forks in, so nothing scratched them up, so you're good. <laughs> yeah, thanks. You're yeah. good. Yeah, they're, they're not just like some beater forks or anything, you know? The other day I was driving down the freeway and they were ding, 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 hitting each other. I was like, what, what the fuck's that noise? Damn. I'll get yeah. into this week. I swear. I promise. Oh, I hope so. I mean, yeah. dude, at this point, I, I should have just shipped them. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Like you should have flown with him at Do this point. Do you see me wearing all brown? Yeah. I'm not UPS, dude. <laughs> all right, 250s at San Diego. I have to say, my biggest takeaway from that is I feel sorry for Joe. Joe? He's not, he's not, like, we all, I, I thought he was going to, like, be the title favorite, right? <laughs> just spanking, and it's like, he just had another bad night. Yeah. He kept falling down. Bad start. Horrible uh, start. Yeah. Horrible yeah. start. But not, was he well, running a scoop? Like... Huh? Was he running a scoop tire? I need no. to look. I don't know. I don't know. He just let I mean, everyone go off the on... start. Yeah, no, he I mean, fucking he, slid he, sideways yeah. off the start. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you, I get I get it, like, feeling sorry for him, but at the same time, it's like, you, you know, I mean, it's not like he, like, had anything. It was all him, you know. Yeah. He yeah. made the mistakes. You know, he got the bad start. It's just kind of like, you know, I... You know, he's probably going to win a couple races at the end of the year, but yeah. it's going to be a little too late, you know, at yeah. that point. So, yeah. I am heartbroken for March Banks. Yeah. I'm so I bummed. I, dude, lappers, man. Like, when, dude. You know, when the track's one line like that, you kind of get screwed when you're in the lead. You'd almost want to be second place there until, like, the last five minutes or so, it would seem, you know? Yep. And um, then but, a- uh, after the finish, you waited for him, and I was like, oh, Jorgensen is going to get it. And he, like, patted his back. 
and just rode away. <laughs> what? Yeah. So I asked. He did say he said something though. Okay. But well, he did say I he took a second to cool that. down. Okay. I, I asked him about that. I was all, dude, that lapper ruined your race. That was your race to win. And he goes, I can't be too mad though, because that guy does. Does Marchbanks have an older brother? I don't know. He said something like that guy, his older brother went to Sweden and stayed with him or they're good friends or family <laughs> friends. He's like, I can't get that mad. Oh, he's from Denmark. He's from Denmark. Denmark. Okay. Yeah. But somehow there is some history, some friendship there. And so he wasn't overly furious. I, I was pissed. Yeah. yeah. What happened to RJ? I haven't rewatched it. Oh my like, God, everything, dude. Everything. What happened to RJ? RJ no, was... It was... <laughs> No, I like, guess a genuine, legit question because I have a photo of them going over that last double on the last lap, and there's three guys in the mix for the podium. I'm like, yeah. all right, fuck yeah. If you had looked, if you had looked to your right, you would have seen the biggest <laughs> high side, Ron Lachine no legger as he's flying through the air ever. Dude. Okay, yeah, I hadn't seen it, and then I watched him walk out of the stadium, and I was like, oh. He God. looked like a he looked like a used car blow up inflatable thing. He was trying to make something happen that I don't think was there. Like, no. I mean, it, it would have probably worked. No, it wouldn't have worked. Dude, I that next like corner dope. was too rutted. There's no way he could have dove in. To, I Wait, don't... Unless, unless he did like a full-on jet maneuver like he did at Boston last year. It would have been like New Jersey. Yeah, it would have just been like yeah, slide. Exactly. Just, yeah, yeah same but outcome. like he, he landed outside on that double, like outside of the main line where it's like kind of sloppy and then just like slid and then high sided because he was going to try and cut mm-hmm. you know, to the inside, but it just didn't work. Like, so, I mean, he lost more points that way. Did so, he, I, I mean, did he fly I mean, into he that? He lost some positions. Did he run into that wall that protects the mechanics? No, I don't think he flew. I think he went more up than somehow. He went yeah. more up than. What out. place was he in? Did he throw third. away a podium? He was third. Yeah, yeah. he threw away a podium. Yeah, yeah, he threw away a podium. So I mean, to yeah. to the points leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bummer. Jordan got to uh, finish third. Um, uh, Thrasher was ripping like because if you, as that race was going on, Ryan Swanberg and I were standing there talking. And he looked at me. He goes, "Marge Banks is going to win." And within a lap, uh, RJ got that rhythm section entry messed up. That like two three in or whatever they were going to do. And Garrett passed him, and then he took off. And then as this was happening, I'm like, yeah, dude, Garrett might win. But then I could see Nate just making up time. And, like, that's a big result for Nate after these last few weeks that were yeah. not good. Yeah, yeah. there was a there was two two laps in a row, I think. Uh, so Thrasher started doing that 2-3 before the whoops. Mm-hmm. And he was catching them there. And then um, – and I think Marchbanks missed the triple, like, twice. Yeah, yeah I guess to Lappers. The lapper. Yeah. Yeah, to Lappers. So he – yeah, it was, it was tough there. And then – Dude, Marchbanks almost landed off the side of the track one time in the off the triple. Um, so yeah, there was like a, there was a few things there um, to where like he caught up pretty quick, and then yeah, it, I think Thrasher was just had a lot more whoop speed um, on that that side of the track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely needed to do a valve clearance check on all those top four bikes in the 250 class Dude. after that one because it was on the rev limiter 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. You know, Thrasher, how was he in the press conference? Because when I got to him for Howard's weekend. He wasn't like overly thrilled. He might have just had an hour and a half interview with with uh, M- uh, M- or Vital with Wilson Phillips. Yeah, <laughs> Wilson Phillips. <laughs> Remember that girl group? Yeah, but anyway, uh, yeah, that was his that was his first win in over a year, right? But he's won five five uh, Supercrosses. Yeah, he's won a year. lot. Yeah, 
he's got the craziest like win percentage record record mm-hmm. for all of it, and like he always does it in pretty bad conditions too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Someone said to me uh, when they're showing like riders in the class who have led laps in 250 Supercross that someone needs to say something to the uh, to the statistic. St- 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 What's the word? Statistician? Statistician. Because they're forgetting <laughs> Billy Leninovich. Yeah, dude. What the heck? Poor Billy. Oh, my God. Dude, that was oh horrible. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> so that bad. Was... Yeah. It sounds like he's just really, really sore, though. Yeah, he said it could have been much worse. Dude. But, uh... Dude, really sore at 40. He's got to be really sore. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, li- he lined up sore, so he's really sore now. <laughs> he wakes up sore. Yeah. yeah dude. Um, Dude, apparently, like, he was the most sought-after guy on Friday Media. He did oh, yeah. with all of the San Diego local news and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, local guy, that's so old cool. guy. Yeah. It's a good story. Dude. Okay, did you read the Kickstarter thing about his teammate that's, like, six foot seven, Robert Haley? Oh, my God. He's so tall, dude. Yeah. Before the night show's going on, me and a couple people are talking, and he walks by us, and RJ's going, RJ, like, did a double take, like, dude, who is that? Because <laughs> he's so much taller than everybody else. Yeah. He's taller than Ben. Yeah, so he yeah. was a mechanic. He was actually uh, – who's, who's mechanic was he <clears throat> last year on um, in, in the summer? Because he was uh, he was under the Rock River rig with them. Wait, he wasn't the tall guy racing on a Honda last year? That was someone no, else? No, he was. Or, oh. on, on the, no, he was the guy who – the tall guy who was racing. Um, but outdoors, he didn't do outdoors. Um, but he was, he was like wrenching for someone. Like I met him and his family over at Rock River. Yeah, he's a super <laughs> nice dude. Super yeah, nice he seems guy. super nice. Young kid, he's like twenty. Yeah, 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 he's young. Yeah. Wow. How do you not play yeah, he basketball? He was a mechanic last year in the summertime. Yeah, that's crazy. Insane, dude. Again, that's so cool for Rod Veldo too. Like HVAC guy, two main events like in a row, and then he had prime time viewing for like the moment of the year. Like that is oh, so yeah. sick. <laughs> dude, the two main. He's got a hundred percent this year because he didn't come down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when he's all, people don't think I'm there. I was in the, I was in that shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was very complimentary of his Enzo suspension, Don. Dude, yes, and you. Was he? he even Every said, interview Thank you swap. <laughs> I put him in touch with uh, Biggie at Yoshimura. Good. Awesome. He's Hopefully trying to get some from Jamie. Jamie too. I guess his bike's like stock, stock. Yeah, yeah, bone stock. Stock yeah. pipe right now. That's cool. Stock pipe in the I, main. Dude, that's even gnarlier. Stock bike in the main. Yeah, yeah. Beta's got a stock rebuild. pipe in the main. He's he's good in those in those conditions for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> what else two videos? I I wish. Uh, did you guys see the club kits? That was cool. Like yep. the little throwback and yeah. the, the pink mm-hmm. clamps. Mm-hmm. I like how Club did the throwback number font. Like the Star guys didn't do a throwback number font. It was the same font. I like the Solitaire team's bikes too. Yeah, those Solitaire bikes. Good. Their whole setup was sweet. So that that gear that the Solitaire guys were wearing is actually a graphic for their mountain bike line, and they just mm-hmm. put it onto the. Yeah, I was Most asking. Stuff. I asked uh, the Leah guys if they just sewed leather on, but it's just it's the it's not a mountain bike pan. It's yeah, they just, just brought the graphic. the graphic over, but it worked perfect. And mm-hmm. and it and the uh, the throwback to that YZ design is the first year I think. I think it's the first year YZs went blue. Really? Yeah, that's cool. Because huh. I was I remember yeah. I was at Cycle News then. They came out that color. But they were way dark blue then. They weren't mm-hmm. as nice as the, the solitaire bikes look. And uh, the thing I remember about those YZs is if you crashed, the front fender turned white or it would crease because <laughs> it, it was so dark. Yeah. But uh, 
that that solitaire kit was good and how cool were their helmets they got painted dude. like old bradshaw helmets even shades of the... gray did it i think yeah That's yeah yeah cool. shades of gray yeah with the uh with the skull with the arrow <laughs> with the eyeballs on the back super mm-hmm. cool that yeah. was sick yeah, Shades of Grey. He's actually painted a couple helmets for me back in the day. He's up by Anton, right? He's, he used to do. Uh, he yeah. used to do someone on JGR stuff. I remember seeing it. Uh, he did a bunch of the um, Jimmy Albertson helmets too. He's okay, got. Yeah. Uh, he's got one of Kyle's helmets right now too, a carbon fiber one that Kyle's Ooh. waiting on too. Yeah, That's sick. yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I had a Shades of Grey helmet before. <clears throat> right. Hey, I want to say, oh, dude. Breeze was actually ripping he was. in the heat race he was. until <laughs> it all went south. Oh, my God. The right south. turn after the finish? Oh, dude, yeah. He and was trying guy. to pick up his bike. It was, it was you know, like upside down on the on the yeah. angle. And he was trying to pick it up, trying to pick it up. All I could think of were the CrossFit guys that, like, flipped the tractor tires. Dude. And <laughs> he just needed Renee guy. out there. Yeah, Renee needed to get <laughs> He would have done with a pinky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Renee was there. Yeah, but he yeah. wasn't helping. Oh, dude. That would have been outside assistance. Maybe yeah. the guy that hugged Plessinger in the KTM jacket is the guy that cut the uh, yeah. Tough is it the same guy? Malcolm, uh, <laughs> the the fan from the stands. Him and Renee are tight, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I remember, dude. I remember uh, during the the whole like Loretta Lynn's outdoors thing. They both came to my house to do to practice. <laughs> yeah. First lap. Renee just KO'd himself. Oh, God, man. Oh, it's terrible. That's when the firefighter dream started, right there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Renee. Yeah, Renee was uh, Vries' mechanic at Motocross of Nations on Team Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Vries has been ripping this year. Good for him. He has. Yeah. 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 Good for him. Yep. Yeah. He did his How Was Your Weekend in his underwear and chest protector. <laughs> nice. Their kits were pretty sick. Their gear. I liked their gear. Yeah. That was my, were they that was active? My, one of my favorites. Yeah, I think that was one active. of my favorites. <coughs> yeah. That was like what throwback. What was the worst uh, kit? Huh? What was the worst kit? Norns. Yeah. Yoder's. Yoder's wasn't great at all. Yeah. That Is one, he on that Norns team? No. no similar like but different. I didn't, yeah. like jo- I didn't like Josh Greco's either. No. Dude, I thought Greco was making the main for a minute. Purple or something. I don't know why the Thor guys all had red numbers on their kit. That threw it off to me. But their kits weren't uh, retro, were they? No, but I just don't know why the the numbers were red. It was weird. I thought they only did it on, like, Smith. I was like, oh, that's cool for, like, points. Red play, yeah. But no, it was everyone. What is... Okay, so Stank Dog, his gear says Mr. Nice Cream. Yeah. And I asked I him. I think about it might that. be just be some canvas stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I asked him what's Mr. Ice Cream. He says it's a, a, a actually ice cream store in Hollywood somewhere. They did sh- shoes for yeah, Joe. Yeah, Joe last had year shoes something. last yeah. year, right? But mm-hmm. it's something. And then there was a guy in Stank's van, which was pretty stanky. But uh, <laughs> that was like something to do with it, I think. And they, there's something to do with Drake or. Yeah, it's something like that. Anton. Yeah. Dino. He- they do like a, he's like an Instagram artist where it's like that same smiley face logo that, that they just put it on a bunch of stuff. I can't like a hundred percent figure it out, but like cool that they're putting stuff out there because he does like track jackets and merch and then this like artwork with that same cartoon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's been helping a couple guys with money this year. That's cool. Dude, Stank is the coolest dude. Yeah. I like, uh, <laughs> I, I, 
talked to him for the vlog. He's like, yeah, dude, thanks, thanks for always talking to the privateers. Thanks for talking to me, blah, blah, blah. And so we're just bullshitting about stuff. He's like, I got it. And he worked his sponsor list in. He's like, I got to thank blah, 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 blah. And I got to thank Swap Motor Live. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so he creates his, as one of his sponsors, I guess. He, he's a dad now, you know, so yeah. he's got a newborn. Mm-hmm. I love that he's now running the kidney belt on the outside of the gear. That's a full <laughs> dad move. I think that is just sick. And then uh, did you see the weight savings video he did with the Race Tech Titanium on his bike? No. You should go watch that because he's got the nice little scale to tell you how much like you're going to take off the thing and to like set the scale. He had the nice little nug right there and it was a gram and you're just like dying laughing because you're like, no way, yep, dude, it's the full stank program. Wow. It's, it's great. Now that Heck race yeah. tech titanium is different than race tech suspension. Yes. Different. Yeah. Company. They're actually another thing that's like 35 minutes from here. They do all of it dude. down. Uh, Completely down unrelated. I, yeah. I Completely looked at their unrelated. stuff. It's pricey. Yeah. It's, it's super trick. It's yeah. pricey, yeah, but it looks cool. Do you have a Do you have a discount code for the? I do not. Uh, <laughs> I, I do want to get in touch with these guys though, because like to see that they do all of this machining work and like all those cool coatings and stuff like that, and to know it's. Close. I think and they do a lot Star of runs some too. of their stuff. I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. How about the Starboy? So they had a, so they've switched to W wheels this year, so they couldn't use the wheels from last year, so they had to lace all new wheels the night before. And then they had a in their hotel room in the hotel room because they were at the Toyota Vescondido thing. And then they had to send the wheels or the rims, the clamps, and works connection bits all to the same anodizer, so the purples matched. Mm. A lot. lot. I did not know that they did the wheels that night. I figured those were takeaways from Washougal last year that just got nice and tuned. That's what I thought too. mm -hmm. Think about that workload after your San Francisco mud rebuild, and then build a whole new bike that looks completely different. Damn. Nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nuts. I was asking yeah. uh I was asking him if that's just the whole the same graphic everything from Washugo, but I guess it's different. Mm. I know there's a do they have progressive on their bikes? No, just, just the 450s. Guys. Yeah. Well I know that logo was new, but yeah. I don't know. No, and I then, think it did have a couple things different. Yeah. And then they had the uh the pink FMF mufflers. Yeah, those are yeah. cool. They they were like engraved with the writers. La- laser etched, right? That's so sick. Yeah, I think when companies get did, a laser etching machine, they're like, "What? What else? Yeah, what else can we do?" Yeah, can we do? <laughs> did Did you guys have a chance uh, to look closely at Brandis's bike? It looks like he might have some pretty trick electronics on there. Does Does he have electronics from Honda or no? I don't know. I I saw you say that though. I didn't look. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure stuff has to be trickling down. I mean, he's gone what. <clears throat> six six four or five, five or something like that five. yeah he's done yeah. pretty well he's solid for the yeah year. yeah mm-hmm. did you look at chase's uh front end no yeah something's up with like new forks uh i tried to ask carlos about oh. them carlos was stonewalling me about it uh they're different than ap's forks 52s back no? uh no not 52s oh. not 52s but there's a little uh adjuster up at the top that the other bike doesn't got hmm I hear I hear he's very very happy with his bike the last couple of weeks. Very now, happy. So. Somebody at KTM told me like it's the change that they were supposed to make, and when I asked Carlos, Carlos is like, "Oh no, dude, it's something we've always had. He just happens to like it." Carlos was very <laughs> tight-lipped about information <laughs> on that one. I tried. <laughs> Maybe it's race tech spring conversion. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, guys. Yeah. Sign that NDA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Who is the fill-in for... Is it Stapleton that's filling in for AEO? Yeah. My guy went... I feel so bad for him. I think I counted 18 falls. <laughs> Dude, I could not believe how many times he crashed. 
It was I mean, unreal. He must have been tied with Juju because my, my guy Juju was having some falls too. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, we're, it we're was hoping rough. For, a, for a dry race. Yeah. Juju told me it was an embarrassment. Yeah. How he did. Yeah, he'll get better at it. I, I just think that you know, like, um, I just think that it was it was just it, the last two weeks have been tough on him. You know, just yeah. like with the you know with the with the mud. You know, it, it, I think I think they're gonna practice some mud motos this week. Well, hopefully we don't have you. Yeah, you're supposed to be totally dry. <laughs> hey, Ray, as a yeah, racer, still. when you have two shit races in a row in the mud, does that start to affect your confidence, or do you just go, it's mud, anything happened in mud? No, anytime you have, anytime you have a bad race, you know, and you don't, you don't do what you want to do, it's no matter how, you have to be freaking mentally tough, because it's going to be in your head, you're mm-hmm. like like for me, I, I had a lot of bad races, right? Like a lot that strong. More than know, two in a row. Back, back, yeah, more than two in a row, right? So it's like, I just you just got to have that one thing to just like get you back on track to like having good things. I feel like, but it can very easily slip into your head and stay there. It it's not. It's you got to be very mentally tough for that shit because it can fuck with you. Yeah. I think a lot no of people, either rain or shine, either way. A lot of yeah. people are going to be stoked on dry race this weekend. Yeah, yeah. But man, dude, the triple crown is so hectic to watch. I love it. It's just, I don't know. I love it. It's, yeah, I'm excited. It's yeah, I'm excited. It's, it's going to ratchet up tension for sure this weekend. Like, mm-hmm. fuck, it's on now. Yeah. Uh, on, hey, on, Ray, the Juju, on the okay. Juju thing, I was just going to say that, like, dry race. He's good at sprinting. Like we've seen starts are good. Speed. His starts are good. I, I, I just think that, you know, yeah, if he puts it all together, I think he's going to have a good result this next I this think we game. have two sets of whoops, too. He's good in whoops. So Yeah, he is good in the whoops. Uh, anyway, on the mud thing, I was asking some guys, when you have some races like that, how soon do you want to get back on the bike in dry conditions during the practice week just to be like, yo, I don't have to think about slipping and sliding anymore. I can just get back in the routine. Like, how different does that feel? Um... Uh, I mean, I would say that it, your bike feels a lot lighter. I mean, you know, uh, it doesn't really, it doesn't really affect anything really. I mean, you honestly, it kind of messes with you because like, if you make any changes to your bike and raining on the weekends, you're you're just going another week. Like, Hey, is this change good? Like in a race condition. But other than that, like if you're not making changes or anything, it's just, I mean, we ride dirt bikes for, you know, for, you know, as a profession. Right. So it's like, it's just riding another track at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be cool this weekend yeah. now. Right, should we do predictions? Uh, it didn't go well last time for me. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my yeah. only prediction is Prado podium. One race or all of them combined overall. I could see one, one for sure. I'd like to see it overall. Really? Wow. All right, dude, he's going to be sick. I don't know, dude. What's his best no. finish right now? 12th? 11th. Is it? 11th? Yeah, dude. He has oh, never mind. Never mind. He won a heat. He won a heat. No, okay. I just think he's going to do well. That's half the field. He's going to be sending. Gone. You know? Yeah. And then do we see, uh, do we see mind games, track tactics between uh, 21 and 18? No, I think it's over. Is it now. dropped? No, I think it's over. Does Jet show up on track walk yeah. with a Team Fried hoodie on? Yes. 
Mm. Is Team Fried still a thing? Like merch wise? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know about merch. Yeah, I know they do videos. Yeah, the, well, yeah. last year they did the uh, the flagger t shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's the last one. Oh, I yeah, they did. Yeah. Uh, I think that like everybody's about to start kind of letting each other know what's up. I don't think that like Jason and Jet's the only one to worry about now. Yeah. No. I like. Yeah, because like Cooper's pretty pissed at Sexton, and then I'm sure that he's not too pumped on Eli, and that's competition, and like yeah. to see where the points are with everybody. The guys that have like went through 17 rounds and done it before have a gap to make up, and they know everything they got to do to get there. And the guys that haven't done it as much, they have to now experience the stuff for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for these these sprint races, Anaheim, they had uh, they had Monster Jam this this past weekend. It's going to be a little bit more harder packed. I'm just I'm gonna, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Kenny and Coop on the podium, you know, because Coop has just been ripping, and then I'm I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna be honest I'm gonna put Anderson in there before I put Jet. Wow, wow, just with oh. track stuff and sprint speed, right. even over Chase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think Kenny's due for a good one, and I think if it's gonna be dry and slick and technical, like. We think it is this weekend. That's a good spot for. Ken. Do we think He's it is though necessarily because that 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 dirt is just getting poured on today? Is I mean, it raining that much in Anaheim too? Oh yeah, dude, it's yeah, dumping it in is. Anaheim uh, yeah. more. My yeah, phone this morning, you know, because like I got I have this app weather bug or whatever. So every city I have in there, when there's an alert, I get up a, a ding. Mm-hmm. This morning it was like ding, 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 ding. All these flood alerts. Yeah, it's it's pretty. You know what? My buddy lives in Anaheim and it's flooding right yeah. now. Yeah. Now you think of that, so it and. Half the track is going to be shaded for most of the day too. Yeah, so yeah. It's probably going to be pretty rutted then. And they're not what building. What day does it warm up? Uh, well, I want today s- is the only day with rain. Yeah, I think Thursday is when it starts warming up there. Yeah, but and there's then, cloud coverage too. So and then you I mean, think about guys who are guys who are in California right now. Like, there's nowhere to practice. Yeah, I I hear people are going to try Wednesday, going to but I doubt it. Hemet. Yeah, Hemet's going to be packed. Yeah. Yeah, Hemet, Mumford, that type of deal. It's probably going to be going off. So I don't know, man. I've had a fever since before round one, so I think we're finally going to get a podium, a good race. Hey, Chase, what about that dairy farm track? Is that place still going? No. Uh, so maybe now, but so I asked about it a couple weeks ago. Apparently that place needs a lot of rain to get going. So Weird. they just haven't been able to ride at, at it all preseason. Mm-hmm. But maybe now. I don't know. So Alex, you, yeah. you spent a lot of time with the Yamaha track. Is that thing hosed all week, or do you think it'll be okay later? Uh, it'll be okay later in the week. It can take a lot of water. But not tomorrow. Um, no, probably not tomorrow. I, Damn. I, I will say, I will say, if Eli wants to ride, he doesn't care how how many it's going to be. He'll be up there. He will make his own track. <laughs> if yeah. if he wants to ride, he will ride up there, and he will make his own track, and he will ride in the mud. He doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Well, don't they have that lower track too? The lower track does. Yeah, they have okay. two tracks up there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he'll he'll make a turn track. He will he'll do something. PC will definitely be at their back track at Glen Helen this week. Mm. Oh, the sandy one. Yeah, yeah. I think Bar X might be the only test track that you know be out there riding because that track can take some rain. Yeah. What about yeah. Mumford's place? Mumford didn't even know it was raining. When I talked to him, yeah. so who knows? Bro, it is wild to hear how many people didn't know it was going to rain this past weekend, too. Yeah, Carson was full oblivious. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. So what's the, what's the status with Carson and the and the MCR guys riding the Honda test track? Is that like <laughs> he's not allowed? <laughs> I don't think that's allowed yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. So so now the Honda guys probably won't be allowed to go to Mumford's. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And it's raining. You know. One eight hundred call Vince. <laughs> we should enroll that we should make it a thing yeah and then we'll bl- everyone can complain and just air out yeah, their frustration and then we're already we'll- talking about that he's like oh we should make a number where people could leave number message cussing me out <laughs> yeah. that'd be so good dude 99 cents for the first minute <laughs> oh all right we're gonna wrap this up we have a busy day ahead we have three shows some hot two videos so uh gotta take some forks to race tech yeah maybe mm, we ain't got too. time for that today yeah. Yeah. damn anyhow guys thanks for checking out the kickstart podcast presented by pro taper and we'll talk to you next week since 1991 pro taper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting innovative and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike through revolutionary ideas like the oversized one and one eighth inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.